From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again for another episode of the Power Move, the podcast where we share thoughts, guess, feelings, whatever it is to try to make you better. I'm your host. My name is John Gafford. To the left of me, riding shotgun, if you will, is the one, the only, Cold Amadan. What's going on, guys? Better known as? The Green Dot. The Green Dot. No, the Bulgarian the green, Mongoose. Not the Green the polo, Dot. The polo, polo Assassin. Assassin. You always go to the Polo Assassin. And if he's riding shotgun, that means I across should. the way, riding bitch. Chris Connell. How are you, counselor? I'm riding my own bus. Riding your own bus. No, you are. You're, you're good. And I got to tell you what, today's show <laughs> is going to be good because I feel like Colt has it. Hold been. on, hold on, hold on. No, ri- riding bitch is such a, like, like if you have a Rolls Royce. Is that a sexist thing to say? Is that going to be where you sit? You're going to be driven. Yeah, you got to be in the back. Like you, who who made sitting up front like a plebeian some well, some position of honor? Okay, I think it, I think it really I think it really is just behind the motorcycle. It's on the the guy in the back of the motorcycle. Yeah, the back of the motorcycle. Fine, but I'm saying that's if you're it. sitting in the back seat, that's like a power move that's, in that's itself. A power can, move, can you yeah. ride you on the back of a motorcycle and be a man can. with another no, guy? No, no, no. no. Can't if you have that. a badass girl, then she's got like like you know some some crazy. If you're you dating Danica Patrick or something, yeah, I'd nope. drive in shotgun. No, I don't think so. No? I don't All think right. so. On a motorcycle, I know. Sure. Well, I got, no, I'd be like, I'll follow you in my car. Aren't you Big Spoon? Technically, if you always, yeah. If you're on a motorcycle, aren't you Big Spoon on the back? No. You ever been to Little Spoon? No. It sure yeah. sounds nice. No, <laughs> no you sure like it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, boy. T- today on the Power Move, I felt like Colt has not been involved enough lately. I feel like Colt, is, Colt has been in his own little world, so we're going to try to bring Colt out of his shell. So, so we have a couple things today. To sounds like communism, by so the way. It does. So, angry, nope. but I've been angry the last month or so. <laughs> Why are you angry, Colt? Why Just everything. Just People everything. are the world, man. The world. God, we're a bunch of... Well, well, I'm pansies now, man. I'm so tired of <laughs> half the people I deal with. Well, I'm going to get you worked up for sure because today, Colt, oh, his favorite, insurance? his favorite, no, his favorite book that we always talk about, Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. Well, he wrote, he wrote other books, you know, Colt, so we're going to talk about no. another one today. So today, when you need to we're going to discuss The Laws of Seduction. <laughs> brown Chicken Brown One cow. of his books that he wrote, Colt. I hope you've uh, read this before. And I'm telling you. This I'm telling is you. 2022. Uh-huh. I hope we can read some of this stuff anymore. And I'm telling you, we're going to bring it right out of you, Colt. All the way in the plums. In the plums, yeah. That's really, the plums. No, anyway, no, just kidding. So, yeah, but we're going to talk about that book, The 48 Laws of Power. We're implementing a new segment this week where Colt will read the news once a week. And this is news that Colt found and he thought was important that we should know. Are you going to get uh, it on a teleprompter from so we can Ron Burgundy and do I think we, I think we should. <laughs> I'm uh, He'll read anything Burgundy. that's on there? Yeah, I oh, agree. fuck yourself. I agree. <laughs> I agree. He will. But, oh, but no, I, I think that uh, I think the 48 laws, I'm sorry, not 48 laws of power, seduction. but the rules of seduction uh, is what we're going to go over today. And, and it's not just about, this is not, if you're listening to this and you're like, sweet, just what I always NC wanted, three middle-aged yeah. white dudes are going <laughs> to tell me how to pick, no married game. middle-aged white dudes are going to tell me how to pick up chicks. That's not really what this is about. We could. We, we could. We, we could. could. pick up decent chicks. We've done, sure. we've done well, but that's not really what this is about. It's, it's a book about seduction can be about getting what you want from others regardless. And it doesn't always have to be a little roll in the hay. It can be buy my stuff. It can be... 
you know, let me just get a one up on you. Give me some time. Yeah, give me some time. Give me whatever it might be. It can be any of those things. And so today, we're going to kind of go over some key insights from that book. Are you excited, Colt? Are you excited for I this am. today? Because I keep wanting to go over the power again, but <laughs> I know no he wants to. So. I know. It's a new one. He's in the K-hole of I don't know if power and seduction <laughs> is. is going to be uh, the best uh, blended I, thing, I would we'll say figure it out. every week could be your power. Like, you could go over that book every week and say podcast. What I we, love it. I what are we going to talk about today, Colt? Just, the same thing just we talked about it, last week. Bring a new just pair of pants every Tuesday. I'm going to wake up and just... Draw a card out of my, next it. to my bed, and That's it's it. going to be one of them. There so here's what we're going to do today with the Art of Seduction. We're going to hit the key insights from the old Insta-read, which I do love. I, I, I'm, oh, not, I, I don't, I'm not endorsed by the Insta-read, but people ask me all the time, how do you read so many books? And the answer is very simple. I go to the Insta-read, I give it the 15 to 20-minute Insta-read, and if yeah. I like it and I like the vibe of it, I will then invest my time and energy into the entire book. Into and the audio book, no, yeah, sometimes audiobook, but I, I do prefer cover to cover over audiobook. Only, yeah, you know what? No? I read, I used to read a book a week, a paper book a week. Yeah. I just destroyed books. But how many Encyclopedia Brown novels? Because, I mean, how many how many mysteries no, can that no, guy solve? No, no, <laughs> Snoopy is a hell of a detective. <laughs> so, so, no, I used to read like a finest book every week. When you talk about biographies, we talk about things about hedge funds, about JP Morgan, okay. Goldman Sachs, all yeah. that stuff. I've read it all. Like you, yeah. I used to go to the business section of books and I would have nothing there to read. Which leads us to probably, I would say the finest thing ever put on television is the miniseries, The Men Who Built America. Oh, if you've never that. watched yeah. this, it's the finest. Yeah. If you are in any sort of business and you've never watched that, right. Holy smokes! You gotta about the robber barons, yes. Dude, History Channel, right? Just un un I think you can probably yeah, find the it Carnegie's, the Mellons. Yeah. The, the have you watched the the Commodore, my friend? Sex. Yeah, the Commodore, crazy. Cornelius. I got stock from, uh, yeah. from old Vanderbilt. I've really? seen that. Uh, but anyway, no. What I was saying is, um, used to read all these books, and then you know, Audible came out. First off, I went to law school, so after about four four years after going to law school, I couldn't read anymore because all I do is I go to work and read. Right. So reading for pleasure is a problem. I'm getting back into it, thankfully. Well, it's hard to do scratch and sniff on audio. <laughs> <laughs> man does not lie, people. <laughs> His man is, never tells a lie. He's back, baby. So I'm telling you. I just find Waldo so crazy. quick <laughs> on, the, on the audio book. Just, where is he? he audio book is, is just a bunch right. of descriptions of the people oh, around man. Waldo. But anyway, no. So with Audible, though, you can tear through a lot of really good stuff while you're driving. things like yeah. that. So I always make a point of having something like that going. Well, let's get let's get right into the art of seduction here. So he's got to read the news. No, no, the uh, news comes later. Random. See, here's the problem: if I let him read the news now, Take then people the just thing. are gone. Right? They hear him read the news, they laugh, they enjoy this, and then now oh, that's so the end of it. The teaser. He hit. That was the teaser he's a meat for the sandwich. News. Yes. You guys wear contacts. He's the closer. I, I'm nothing. I'm contacts. No, I got the monovision. I think that uh, it's bullshit that I pay so much for glasses. I'm getting ripped off by insurance. Should be free. Sounds like you uh, should be free. Touting the benefits of a Canadian style. Of healthcare. <laughs> oh, just saying. Yeah. I mean, for for love eyes. it or leave it. Hey, do you know what I Cold. did see? <laughs> my son, <laughs> my son <laughs> did watch uh, Tornado Chasers from uh, 2014. I'm sure uh -huh. it made one season, but they're from Regina. Regina. Psychos. Yeah. yeah real, was, real lunatics. Yeah, it uh, was an interesting town. It looked like that's a terrible town. Yeah. Did you know that the Golden Knights have more Canadians than any hockey team in the NHL? I do know that. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know that until yesterday. Highly high high Canadian person. We love it here. Yeah, this is our. I uh, love it. It's like a second home. It's our catnip. <laughs> <laughs> just come. Over. We just come down here and start licking. And that's it. God, I hate and that's it. 
Well, let's get into this book, all right? Now, this book has a lot of key insights to it, but there's some stuff that I think we, we can all agree on, and then I'm going to dig a little deeper, which is simple. The first one is seducers must enhance their natural charisma to make themselves as appealing to victims, quote unquote, as possible. Jesus, and yes, cold. they use the word victim. Started. I love this. <laughs> I think and I'm one hundred percent agree leave. with that. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think you guys I, got this yeah, one. I'm, 100%. Read, I'm reading it from me. I'm reading it right from the book. But it says charisma exists on a spectrum. Charisma is that it factor that you can't quite put your finger on. Mm-hmm. You can't explain. And a couple of things in here say there's certain things that are proven to increase charisma that you cannot control. For example, no, no, no. For example, what do you think one of the number one things for charisma is that we are all, we all have in this room. We're all blessed with it. What do you think it is? Extroversion. No. Hair. Well, height, <laughs> height, height, height. If yeah, you are I mean, tall, types of charisma. I meant personality. Yes. No, no, but I'm saying just in general charisma. Yeah. If you are tall, you are yeah. perceived as more charismatic. Yes. A tall boss is more respected than a short boss. Yeah, tall people and, make more and, money. Hey, don't they'll be mad, people. I I don't make the rules here. I'm just reading them right off the sheet. The average um, CEO is what six two, I think. Yeah. All, height. Yeah. Height, height is wise. good. Height yeah. is good. The next thing is you can tweak simple body language that can change your charisma. Mm-hmm. And man. I showed this one when this came up. I showed it immediately to my son because that's the battle that I fight with him all the time. Does he cross his arms? Shoulders back, not yeah, hunched over, arms crossed. Crossed, yeah. Like I, I brought that like up with my I'm daughter doing right now. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a relaxed <laughs> pose. Yeah. My daughter was in the car and I look over and I couldn't place him. Like, what's wrong? Huh? She's like, nothing. I'm like, like you look like something, something is really wrong. She's like, oh, like your arms crossed. You have this like bad body image right now. You have this bad body language, and um. She's like, no, I just, I'm comfortable here. I'm like, well, don't do it. Yeah. Like, just don't. Like, I <laughs> don't promise you. Just yeah. don't, don't get comfortable just sitting back and being open. Because if you're doing this, you're more open to the world. We went so far as to buy a little thing that literally you stick it on you. It's a, it's a little uh, tag, if you will, that vibrates. <laughs> Electroshock. It is, no, it vibrates. And I, we stick it on Hayden in the middle of his back when he's at home. And if he gets in an angle too far over, it buzzes to remind him to sit up. Yeah, it's good. My Which mom would walk by cool. and do this. Yeah, because I'm like, buddy, you got to do that. And when you, when you, you, how you present yourself to the world, <clears> the world <throat> will receive you and the world, world will react to that. So if you're somebody that, and I, and I tell them too, you got to take up some space, buddy. You got to, like when you sit, you can't just be meek. You got to take up a little room. Man spread. Man spread, my Get friend. Get your balls on somebody yes. else's legs. You got to do it. You got you to gotta man spread yourself out. And that makes a lot of sense. Now, this one I thought was interesting. And... I think this is going to be a challenge for people because you know what else is a high quotient to charisma, if you will, is attentiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think with all the the beep bop boops that we all have these days going in every direction, paying attention to anything is hard. So if you want to come off more charismatic, the more you can single in on somebody and really just zone in on them and ignore everything else, it will help your charisma as you go along. I was told by a woman a long time ago. I was like, why Why are girls into this guy? It was like a thing. Right. Uh-huh. This guy was just, just kill it. Not prototypically attractive, not yeah. tall. We not all anything. have that friend. We have yeah. that friend. Just yeah. kills it. Yeah. And, I, and I asked him, I'm like, what about this guy? And the answer blew me away because I really wasn't expecting it. Yeah. He so when he talks to you, it's like you're the only person alive in the world. Yep. But think about any, think of all the really successful people. I'm not saying people that oh make a little bit good money. The people that are super successful, they do. They make you feel like you're the greatest person, only person in the room ever. Mm-hmm. Yep, I th- I love that one. Like, like you're the only guy, yep. which is awesome. So if you are someone that is wanting to seduce, 
others. Victims. Look at you know, here, here, but, here, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Again, start start pulling the start pulling the thumb instead of pointing the finger. Look in the mirror first. See how you present to the world. There's a theory out there, and I don't know if we talked about it before, but it's about lobsters, and lobsters, based on their on their physiology of how they present to the other lobsters, will become either you know, fight or flight. They'll become either the king lobster or they'll become the weak lobster. And what happens is as they present themselves weaker and then the other lobsters start to attack them because of their physiology, it changes their actual physicality. They actually become weaker in real life because they spend so much time in a state of, of fight or flight that it weakens their immune systems. It weakens everything about them. So what starts with simple physiology turns out affecting, really affecting them I think at a molecular level. I think that's human being too, though. Yes. Yeah, I, I think, think it that's does. humans. We, you can sit there and watch people and like, wow, that guy was a shit, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And people, he has a couple of wrong moves or can't get up and they're eating alive after. People, yeah. uh, people, if you think you're sick all the time, you're going to get sick. sick yeah. Psychosomatic, mm-hmm. somatoform illnesses, psychosomatic responses, so... Yeah. What you what you believe you are, you will become. You know what? I forgot. Yeah. I, I for, I, I'm going to segue for a minute because I forgot to tell you something. That I thought <laughs> I was in a. I went to my mastermind, a new mastermind this weekend, which was phenomenal, by the way. It's the uh, boardroom mastermind with Ken Clothier, and it's the people that were in that room were phenomenal. I mean, there were some people in there with three with three commas. You know what I'm saying? There were some serious hitters there. And at one point, somebody was talking about people's need to belong, and they brought up one of your favorite concepts. <laughs> Which is the the man's concept of tribe? What is it? You talk about people's need to be tribal and need to be part of a tribe. What's that, the, Dunbar's number? Dunbar's number, yes. And somebody from across the room goes, "Well, there's Dunbar's number, which is a concept." And I'm like, "Did fucking Connell roll in here?" And then <laughs> so you should have thrown it yeah. out first. That would have been a power. I, I don't own been wisdom. I just spew it. Yeah, it would it would have been a power <laughs> move to get that on there, but there was. But let's go to insight number two. You ready? A seducer should cultivate a mysterious persona. <laughs> totally agree with that. Yeah. Now totally agree with that. Did you guys ever see like the, uh, the, the, the pickup artist show on VH1, which was so magical mystery. Yes. Mystery. That guy. What's even better is if you ever read Neil Strauss's book, the game where he wouldn't hung out with that guy yep. for like a while. And what a, what a complete nutbag he was, but Courtney love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a complete, I don't know just, what you guys are talking about. I game. Know, Neil I, Strauss, okay. he, he's the guy who wrote the dirt. He wrote all yeah. these yeah, I've heard uh, of him. Yeah, rolling. Yeah. Like he worked right, for, I think Rolling Stone wrote all yeah. these books. Yeah. And then he found out about this guy, mystery. Who's a pickup artist. One yeah. of the, guys who and it was like this he was writing a book about the secret of pickup artists and so he neil strauss um started doing it himself yeah went to like study all the gurus style styles style (laughs) spike you did his hair yeah and anyway but these guys are like you know there was a show on vh1 where they they would take guys that were less than hip yeah you know probably never had a girlfriend their whole life and they would turn them into pickup artists and anyway, a big part of what he said was to create a mysterious persona, i.e. his name was Mystery. But that's not really what this is talking about. What this is talking about is not walk into a room and be like, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. No, not that. No. What it means is never really let people know your intentions or why you are doing something. Never explain yourself. And there's an example that they use in this paragraph. It says, seduction thrives on inscrutability and instability. Seducers should try to seem mysterious, even 
uh, and even a little emotional, emotionally volatile to keep the victim guessing. A good seducer <laughs> oh, can maintain God, the advantage by staying a step, or a step ahead or two of the victim at all times. Gaslight. Being mysterious might not be as difficult as it sounds, <clears throat> as people often seem inscrutable to others without even trying. According to psychologists, a lot of misunderstandings are rooted in a phenomenon called the transparency illusion. Here we go. Which is when someone naturally assumes that whatever they are thinking is immediately obvious to other people. For example, without ever saying anything out loud, Tiffany might automatically assume that Jason knows she's in a bad mood because she's tired. She feels as though her tiredness is simply obvious to everyone, which is transparency illusion at work. Meanwhile, Jason has no idea how tired Tiffany is. After all, she never mentioned it. So he just assumes that she's angry with him. In terms of seduction, this under, understanding inadvertently serves Tiffany well, as Jason will feel confused about what he's done <laughs> to make her mad, which gives Tiffany the advantage. Seems like Looking cold is just seething to this. This is such horseshit. Like, like that but it's like, not horseshit. If you really, really think about it, Tell me that's not the truth. Okay, but that what that does is create breakdowns of communication. When you want to talk to psychologists, you okay. want to talk about all these yeah, other things. We're not talking about, about a great marriage. We're talking about seducing somebody, yeah. Chris. Just this okay. Is, victimizing okay. You, you, somebody. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 You've never you you you've never had you never enough. you've never been in a relationship with somebody where you walked in and they were like whatever. And you immediately assumed, shit, they're mad at me. What did I do? So you start overcompensating, trying to make them not mad at you. That never happened. Well, I'd probably walk in, but you got to remember that I'd probably do the same thing. I'd be like, fuck you. I didn't do anything to you. Yeah. Like, why are you mad at me? Like, get over it. Yep. I like it. That just creates conflict. <laughs> I don't know. It's seductive. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, but that's the point, though. Volatil volatility. You're being a mystery, man. Yes. And then people put it, oh, this guy must be this or What's that. What's wrong? No, nothing. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, the, but the, I think the, it's getting even to that. Like, perfect example. Last night. Vague booking. Went to, I went to a, a party last night and got stuck at a table with people I didn't know. And they all knew each other and kind of were like, didn't even look at us when we sat down. I'm like, yeah. cool. Go fuck yourself. Right? And I just sat there. Pleasure to meet you guys. That's did you all ask? I said. Did you ask them if they knew who you were? No, I, you guys know who I am. But I said nothing. So then a big person in town rolled by a table. Hey Colt. Hey Vet. And walked off. We just sat there. After that, those guys are just like, who trying to mm -hmm. figure you out because you're not over there. Hey, I'm Colt. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. You know, and trying to get into it. Air of mystery. Be mistress. Yeah. Air of mystery. Because here's the thing, chaos is actually attractive. And if you've ever been around. Or dated girls that oh, dance yeah, dance on poles. This is <laughs> this is a uh, case in point. There you go. I mean, they're just. I mean, the more chaotic it is, which is why you know a lot of times girls that make a lot of money that are sometimes beautiful have a boyfriend that is you know at home playing Xbox. It's in a band, and she's gonna save him. Photographer. She's gonna save Photographer. Him. Gonna somebody save him somebody somehow. posted. A friend of mine posted to. He's like, he goes. The conundrum is this. He goes, if you're not with a crazy girl, she's probably very boring. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted a comment on there going, I think you just told on yourself. You know, there are other people, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> True, though. Do you think? I mean, I get, I get it. I get, I get there's life. a little. But, but a lot crazy? of craziness. Like, we got a mutual friend, all of us. He dates too many craziness. <laughs> yeah, it's a prerequisite to date him. Yeah, yeah like there's a checkbox. Like you said, you're telling on yourself no a little worries. bit. You're attracted yeah. to something about it. Oh, yeah. People are they crazy? So are they crazy or are they just? Oh, no, no these girls are certifiable. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it's such a guy thing to think of the way a woman does something is crazy, but other women would be like, that's totally okay, fine. Cool. Nah, okay, cool. Nah. Okay, let's, let, let's, let's play where's the line. I'm not. Let's play yeah, where's I'm the not, line. I'm okay. not involved in now, this Here we are. Where's the line? I'm not saying let's I say hypoth- Let's say hypothetically <laughs> someone murdered their pet because they were mad at you, trying to hurt you with as they hurled their pet at you in a fishbowl and the, the pet died. 100%. Crazy or that's not crazy? That's a crazy thing that's to do. Certifiable. That's certifiable. Okay, crazy okay. thing to do. Okay. Um, choke yourself with your own shoelace and try to call the cops and say that you got choked by that person. Crazy yeah, or pretty not. Pretty fucking why, dangerous. Why the other person is on the phone with the police. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. That's, crazy. That's, a, that that's crazy. a good sign of a very volatile person that needs a lot of help. Yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. Or, 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 just, or just some love. <laughs> or just, or just, just, just a little love. I found the right guy yet. That's all I need. Just oh, a little love. Thank goodness. Just a little love. Thank goodness. Just a little uh, some of those. And those are yeah. true stories. Yeah, they are true stories. And by the way, just to help you out, if, if you are a friend of mine and you happen to date some girl that's somewhat unstable and you have a, a funny nickname about her instability and you tell me said nickname and you ask me not to call her that when she walks up, Don't do 45% chance is coming out of my mouth. No, 45 40. or 100%. 100% it's coming out. It's coming out of my mouth. Fish tank. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Ah, key insight number three. People are naturally narcissistic. You just, Robert Green just speaks to your soul, I feel like, Colt. People are naturally narcissistic, so they're attracted to others who share similar sensibilities and interests. Oh, yeah. So I think that's pretty simple. You want people to like you, like what they like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything super yeah. complicated. Yeah, be interested about this. in one other. But I don't think that most people are narcissistic. I think that people have traits that. Oh, I disagree with that. Parallel, yeah, but no, a, a true narcissist totally doesn't. Maybe not think a of, true. Like but you're I mean, thinking, to but say like to have tendencies. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, every psychopath goes uh, leaves their house in the morning. It's like, well, so you have psychopathic tendencies when no. you leave your house. I'm but saying, do they? Th- there's they there's self preservation. <laughs> right, everybody's going to be self interested. I don't think that's narcissistic. I see. I, My definition is in sales classes. You know, I think that's in light. sales classes all the time. I ask people. I go. Let me ask you a question. Who's your favorite person? And people are like, oh, my mom, my my best friend. You, I'm like, course. you're lying. You you are your own favorite person. If you have a healthy self esteem. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There's some. There's I a think lot even, of bad self esteem. Even if there's around. some self loathing, I still think that there's a little bit of a a little bit of that in people, yeah. which is there. I think people are very self interested. I don't think everybody likes themselves. No. No, I don't think a lot of people are as proud of themselves as they pretend. I love to be. myself. I, I just, my mom growing up would be like, oh, you're so secretive. You're this or that. I'm like, I hope my kids turn out exactly like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I leave them alone. Well, <laughs> They're amazing. Th- this says that in 2016 study, researchers compared the personalities of different kinds of pairs, including romantic partners and close friends, and found that people really are motivated to spend time with others who have similar attitudes and interests. Indeed, the phenomenon was so common that researchers think it's more than just a trend. It's something closer to a default. Now, I think where this is a real problem. Pretty obvious. It's obvious. The echo chamber with, with politics. I'm saying that's a pretty obvious thing. I like to be around people that are that like the things I like to well, do. Well, no, 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 no. But, but again, I think that it's more than that. I think if you look at, we've talked about echo chambers with political parties and people's political views. People like to be around other people that think the same way because it makes them feel like they're right. Yeah, of course. Speaking of which, it's like having the yes man always. Spe- speaking of which, if you if you if if poking the bear was oh, an Olympic yeah. sport, if it was if it was an Olympic sport, Chris Connell would would be a gold medalist top every top, year. Top five the bear. invited back every year. I was crying 
crying <laughs> at that text chain. I was absolutely I'm not going to get I was crying. No, there's nothing wrong with it, but I was just I was crying because we have we have a big text <laughs> I chain. Gone deep. No, we, I'm not going to name names or tell anything else, but we have a big text chain with. A lot of people have varying views, and some of those views tend to lean way out in a direction one way or the other. One way or the other. And I just see it coming because it's like <laughs> it's like watching a master fish for a marlin, if I will. It's like you, you uh, bait the hook, yeah, you, you gotta, set it you out there, you jiggle it just a little bit, and then when the time comes, you just set that just hook sink it, yeah. and you can just- And then you fight you, you hold on for dear life. Yeah, hang on so for I just get life. the popcorn ready every time I laugh. So, <laughs> yeah, if you ever need someone to, uh, to poke the bear, Chris Connell is definitely your guy, which probably what makes you a good attorney. I mean, that's sort of what we do, right? Try to find out. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Oh, boy. All right. Key insight number four. Seducers should subtly mimic targets, behaviors, and moods. Now, I totally agree with this. And if you are in sales, matching and mirroring, I mean, every sales book, every How to Win Friends and Influence people will talk about matching and mirroring. 100%. And for those of you who are listening to this who may have never heard that term, what it essentially means is it means literally acting like you are a mirror image to the people that you're, you're talking to. Um, when, when I, when I'm on the phone, go ahead. What do you got? I was going to say there's time you can meet like younger people and you're like, Oh, <laughs> they're just exactly like as soon as you go like this or like that. Oh, so dude, sometimes I, well, you gotta, you gotta practice. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, cause it's like, <laughs> don't follow when they itch their head. You always every hear it. Per, every, every, no, every person, that kind of is or for years, because I used to do all the interviews for Simply Vegas. And when people would come to interview, I would match and mirror them. And I knew when to close them when I could I could make them move. And what I mean is if you get an exact sync with somebody, if you touch your knee, I touch my knee, and you do it subtly. And if they lean right. forward, you lean forward. Subtle if they lean back, you lean, fight, you lean back. They cross a knee, you cross a knee, you know, just real subtly. But at some point, like, then you reach for your water, and then when they reach for their water, now you're like, okay, I got you. <laughs> now I got you. And I'm Power telling people, and, and, I, and I've told people this story <laughs> that are like in the room, in, in a classroom setting, and I can just see them looking like, well, I, I don't, this, I, I would never hurt. do that. It's like, I, it's like, I did it to you. I did it to you. I, I did this to you. And it, it's such a small thing and such a subtle thing, but I think it's most importantly, if you're working in a sales gig, like a lot of we do, we do in real estate, that deals with the phone. I think a lot of it is you've got to pay attention to especially the volume at which people speak. Good Lord. If, if somebody, the, the volume and the tempo at which they speak, because I'll never forget. I was having a class one time. This dude was in there and he raised his hands and it was, it was a sales class. And he's like, uh, 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 uh John, uh, let me ask you a question. I'm having a real hard time getting people to engage with me when I get to the qualification period of the call when I try and I'm like, well, that's yeah, exactly. you're at about half <laughs> no, speed. Exactly. I told him and I said, I said, okay, stop. I'm going to help you. The reason is because me talking to you right now, your voice to me is like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. You, you see how fast I talk. And I said, but 
there's a flip side to that coin because I speak very quickly. So to someone that speaks as slow as you, they're like, eh, when I come at them that way. Yeah. So I am constantly adjusting mm -hmm. my tempo, my tone, my volume to whoever I'm speaking with to match and marry them. Because again, people's favorite people are themselves. So you want to make sure you're getting there. You can adjust that by doing that. So let's say you're a real fast talker. Mm -hmm. I will intentionally slow down. Yeah. Right, and then you will buy. Then you'll probably Mentally, actually yeah. well, that's slow down a little bit boy. too, so we get to a, a middle point. Well, that's the Chris Boss thing yeah. when he talks about the best way to bring somebody down off the ledge. And I've taught this for years, which is, you know, let's say you have a client that's like, ah, you mother truckers, this is bullshit. That title company screwed up and blah blah, whatever it is, rah rah rah. Rather than yeah. than, than look Imagine. at them, I think you're fucking crazy. Yeah, no, no, but rather yeah. than look at them and say. You need to calm down yeah. or, okay, settle down, which, except for don't, your wife, always tell her to calm down. I just that is a, say, that is a don't move. ever in a relationship. <laughs> always. It's amazing how many people say that. Calm down. You need to calm down. No, no, no. It's like, oh. Especially if you, if you know Latina women, you should do that to them. Ex all the time. Always. Expressly. Always, always. Right but, next to knives. But with no, except for Latina <laughs> women, where calm down is always, always oh, appropriate. 100% appreciate it. You need to go straight up with, with, with where you go, you go ballistic with them. Like if you're at nine, I'm gonna go right to I nine with it. you, I get it. and then I'm gonna walk you Back down. Yeah. You know, God, this is bullshit. But but you know what? Maybe you know, just maybe, maybe it wasn't screwed up. Maybe it was this. You know, I I don't know. We, I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm just throwing here. ideas. That we should call and find out. Just and, you, and you can walk them down. But if you have somebody that's at nine and you try to come at them at one, they're gonna yeah. be like, and you, screw you too, buddy. You know what's a fun? Way, you know what's a fun thing you can do with that? What's that? Um, you just ask people for permission to take a second like if somebody's fired up yeah. and they're oh what the fuck be like you know i'm oh my god i'm so, just give me a give second me here i need to get my thoughts because I'm, I'm mad too right yeah right and you you, you kind of say okay because he's you on, need and then, to address you understand yeah. people are not at a nine or a ten for no big reason right it, yeah it might not be a big reason uh, but to them to them it's not to them it's not right, right. so yep. you have to mirror that because if you come to me and say Oh, blah blah blah, and I'm like, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Then now you're oh, just. Oh, now I'm pissed. Now I'm even. Well, yeah. Now you didn't. Yeah. You didn't recognize. Yeah, that I'm. Right, you didn't validate my feelings. Right. But if I'm at a nine or ten, people. That's the other thing. People aren't at a nine and a ten forever. They're not going home to no. dinner that night. And, no. So you can take that, let them kind of blow it off, but then walk them back, like you said, with sort of a hey, I'm at. Oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But give me a second. I want to think about something because we may have a an option here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Solution. Let me and then they go okay. Yeah, that'll immediately diffuse. Those yep. diffusal situations are good. I agree. Number five, stagnation kills seduction. New experiences help keep things interesting. That's an everything. totally disagree. New interest, new new no. new experiences are for the birds, man. Just no, no, go no, home no. every night. No, no, no. Watch television. <laughs> I think. Look now, look, look. I know our minds all kind of go to the same place, and we're like, okay, let's get the finger paint out or whatever we're talking about. I don't know, whatever. But I think. Where I'm going to take this, I'm going to read it first because Colton's just going to go crazy when I read I this. I was just going to say, go. no, I got, I got to read it. Fun. I got to read it first. <laughs> a seducer must hold a victim's rapt attention. An effective tactic is to keep the person guessing so he or she doesn't grow bored with being seduced over time. Waning interest is death to seduction. Conventional wisdom suggests that new romantic relationships are more exciting than long-term partnerships, a claim that science seems to back. Research suggests that when a rom romance is in its early stages, the brain's dopamine levels spike in the same way that occurs with substance use. However, these spikes in dopamine aren't sustainable, so inevitably the excitement fades away. 
Couples who've been together for a long time tend to fall into routines such as going to the same restaurant every weekend or taking the same vacation each summer. While those activities may be pleasant, they won't have the same effect as trying new experiences. New activities could include something simple such as cooking class. Oh, God, who's going to cooking class? This is my I point would, with it. Absolutely. This is my point with it. I'm, I'm going to take, I'm gonna take this. Dancing. That'd be fun. I'm going to take we this out that. of the relationship mode, and I'm going to put it in sales mode because I literally just had a call. I just had a coaching call with my team at one of our, our title JVs, and we were talking about uh, we were talking about elite customer experience during the sale. And... My thing was, you know, the rep was like, you know, I, I'm going out there, I'm talking to these people, blah, blah. I'm like, because you're always talking to them the same way. Mm-hmm. Send me business, send me business, send me business, send me business. You're a broken record. They see you coming down the hallway and it's like the person at the clothing store. Can I help you? No, I'm just looking. They already know what's going to come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. I said, you've got to create a better, more interesting reason and way to talk to them. I said, so here's what I would do. I said, when the, obviously you're calling them right when they open a transaction, obviously you might be by client with a title rep. You're talking about the, the realtors, not the actual home buyer or seller. And I said, you're, you're calling them to say, thank you. Right. When it first opened, she says, yes. And I said, cool. What I would do is I would set your, I would set it in your calendar 10 days later to call and say, is everything, is everything still going? Okay. Is there anything I can do for you? Is your transaction good? Then I would set another reminder three days before close and say, is there anything you need me to help you get from your clients to make sure this is getting ready to go? But make it about actually helping them have yeah. a good experience and not just asking for business. And now you have a good reason to do that. And that's changing up the routine. That's changing up. If you're always calling your client base with the same pitch, you got to mix it up. Call your client sometime and talk about something that you know they're Absolutely interested in. Nothing yeah. to do with the nothing deal. Nothing to do with the deal. Seriously. Yeah. There's, yeah. I, there was times that I would make up lies. Oh, I saw this. Made me think of you. How's everything going? I didn't see that. Just a nice little icebreaker. <laughs> right? a like, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Hey, I, I saw this cool thing. Made me think of you. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I just thought you'd find it interesting. Check out the show or whatever. If you're calling me and nine out of 10 times it's about business, yeah. Uh, you're you're getting, you're turning me off all already. But then invite you, me yeah. for a cigar. Invite <laughs> you, me yeah. for dinner. Invite me for coffee. <laughs> you become somebody that you'll go in the Rolodex of people yeah. that if I need to use somebody for what you do, then fine. Right. Yeah, you're not a person that, anymore. You not, become yeah. like a, yeah. you become a product. A product. A product. Hundred percent. A product. Key insight number six: Victims' childhood relationships with their parents affect their romantic relationships as adults. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so essential. Well, no. This, I mean, this goes back to far to say as as a baby. It well, says like, has to do like with sexual preference. It, it says everything. It says. Balboa is among the first uh, psychoanalysis to suggest that the way parents interact with their babies greatly influences emotional development and communication styles. Babies whose physical and emotional needs were routinely met by their parents are more likely to grow up to be good communicators and healthy emotions. Dr. Gabor Mate, if you're ever interested in this kind of thought. So I've I've listened to- Well, I've met Colt's dad, so this this is resonating. (laughs) No, this guy, Dr. Dr. Gabor Mate, he he brought up this thing where, you know, I'm I'm an idiot. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with parenting. Just because I've had two kids and neither of them have gone to prison yet. One's only 14. That's a win. Check it off. But again, we're trying the best we can, right? We're doing what we think is best for our kids at all times. I don't ever do anything if I think it's bad for my kids. Okay, right. and so is that is that something that you, is that a fear in the back of your hide that you're constantly screwing up your kids? Well, you know, it is for me. there is of course there is a thing that was this the right way to do it? Was I too harsh? Because there's times when I let things go, and then if I'm not addressed in a certain way, then I've I've yelled. I don't hit my kids because I I'm I'm past that uh, Doctor Spock point. <laughs> you know, no, no, but I, I think hating children is not the right move. No. But I think my kids believe spank, I will. Did you spank your kids? No, or? 
Oh. I never had to. My oldest was always very. We work on it now. The problem is, okay. that she's I'd like to, nice, I'd like to point something else at that. He's never had a son. <laughs> no, 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 no. Would I? Because could I, I, I spank my daughter? Right. Yeah, Absolutely no, not. Never. Not but, a but, chance. But I mean, I swat could I punch my not a son in the throat <laughs> twice a day? So, so I get it. No, but I, I totally. I don't know. Whatever. But but uh, Gabor Matthew had a good point about um, Doctor Spock when we were growing up. Remember, Doctor Spock was the child sure, rearing expert. Whatever. Blah blah blah. He said, let he said let your kids. <laughs> he said, "Let your kids self-soothe and cry it out." You're right. He said, "Don't always go run into the the, yeah. the room. Giggle, let your cry kids cry it out, whatever." Apparently, that is literally the worst advice you can give yeah. to parents. Say, kids' needs, they'll do what they need to have met, and then they'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. But if you give them love and nurturance, and you let them know that intrinsically at a, at a very deep level that they're gonna have that support and love. Right, then holding them too much. There's no such thing as, as smothering them too much. That, that's a no. that's a level that's very difficult to actually get to. So they found statistically that parents who were um, constantly not letting kids self soothe, they cry, they run in the room and get the kid and nurture them until they feel better and go to sleep. Those kids end up being disproportionately successful later in life because they have high levels of self esteem, self confidence. Um, they don't need. You know, they don't have. Uh, repression issues they don't need the therapy for my parents didn't let me whatever yeah well it's a whole uh i've changed my you were hugged yeah. as a kid i'm sure right like that's right yeah. that yeah. whole that's a real statement that because, comes from a real place yeah, he, he was a, a hungarian um during auschwitz or whatever they had oh, like really? you know these, these parents had to give their kids away so these kids yeah. grew up without people hugging them that's why they're so stoic and cold and they're not um you know open and nurturing themselves you know they have all these barriers of emotions because when they're kids, they didn't get what they needed from right. a nurturance point of view. Oh, God. Crazy. This one I'm kind of buying into. And it's, it's like this Wait, is. This you haven't is, bought into all of them so far? I have, no, I'm saying <laughs> some of them. Yeah, yeah. Everything's this been one, yeah. right. All right this, well, you know. It's, calling his tattoo artist. Yeah. Yeah. Robert, he's going to get Robert Green <laughs> yeah. right across the chest. Now, this one says a, a heightened <laughs> emotional state will cloud the victim's decision-making skills. And this is it. This is like seriously phone scammer 101, dude, with old people. Because it says in one study, researchers found that older people were more likely to be swindled and take financial risks when their emotions were aroused. These emotional states didn't have to be negative. Positive emotions also seem to interfere with the subject's decision making ability. For example, criminals who can upset or excite a man in his 80s before presenting a fraudulent financial proposition have a much greater chance of defrauding the victim. The problem is compounded by criminals' knowledge that elderly demographic is more susceptible to their deception, which means they're more likely to target older people. This is the, this is the Scammer hey, payback. Well, no, I'm I'm calling from the, you know, the I, sheriff's the department. IRS. There's a warrant for you, an IRS. Apple I need you to send me. Yeah. You know, they bounce them off the ceiling and they get all freaked out, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know, going to get gift cards to send to the IRS. Which Those my type of people? Oh my god! They which, need just kill them all. Speaking, them. Spe seriously. speaking, speaking of old people, I mean, my mom is seriously starting to just serve up some magic. I mean, absolute just gold. And I got to show you guys this because this was magical over the weekend. Um, so my mom on her Instagram posted her flight information <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Did you see the Instagram account Toxic oh no, it, Kings? It, it gets it gets so better. She posted her flight inform flight information, right? To which I commented back. Just canceled it. <laughs> no, no, my God, it gets so much better. I gotta find the exact. I gotta find the exact phrasing because it gets so much better. All right. To which I responded back, Mom, if you keep posting your flight attendant or your flight information, I'm putting you in the home. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> to which she responded in kind on Instagram for all to see. This is not a DM. This oh, is for everybody God. to see. She responded back at the John Gafford. I'm going to read this exactly as it's written. Deep sense of peace, but since then, I don't know how this happened. I'm blaming on my phone. There was no intention in this whatsoever. <laughs> and then right below that response, it says, the above reply picked up from TV. How do I take this down? <laughs> so she was talking. Oh, talking. Oh, talk so the text. TV, and this is all posted on Shut Instagram. up. Oh, my gosh. So there's this IG account called, like, Toxic Kings or something. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. And it was... Uh, this girl posted her flight information uh, to Miami for the weekend, so I called and canceled her flight. <laughs> really? Oh, it's my just God. just like, what are you doing putting that out there? That is not Tox nice. At Toxic Kings. That's people. not nice. I tell you, it's it's amazing oh what people boy. put online. It, 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 yeah. is, it really is just incredible. Uh, the things that happen when you do that it, it's but yeah so my mom is is one step away from the home i, I thought good. that was the gift to just just keep on giving i thought it was amazing so you talk about um um illusion bias right or the illusion what'd you call it the um transparency bias. transparency mm -hmm. bias so you transparency assume everybody bias. you assume everybody knows what you're thinking or how you're feeling about something my yes. dad i love him more than uh, wonderful dad wonderful guy amazing guy but he has this thing where he assumes everybody thinks like him. Ah. It is to an absolute T, yeah. and it'll be like, and it's just baffling, it bafflingly upset when they don't. When they don't, it, it drives my mom insane. Like he'll be on a plane, and the person beside him, he'll just start talking about how fucking shitty Trump is or whatever. <laughs> oh, and it's geez. like, okay, you don't understand. You, you don't, don't. You got to yeah. know your yeah. shot first before yeah. you can talk about what people are interested in. He'll talk to other people about like guys on his basketball team where he was a coach on a native reservation. It's like a lot of people really don't care and they don't really, <laughs> they'll be nice mm -hmm. and they're just trying to get out of the conversation. <laughs> and he doesn't do it from a place of, he yeah. just assumes that people are interested in these things that he finds interesting. Assumptions. <laughs> you know, it's just like, like, ha like hatred of, of U.S. presidents. Well, no, but it's just one of those things where you just, oh, everybody feels this way. Yeah. yeah. You How, do you not? Like, How do you not? It's like, and if no, you no, don't no. feel and this you way, you're, you're an idiot. idiot. You're an yeah. idiot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how it goes. <laughs> just funny. Good Lord. Well, speaking of your dad, seducers should avoid overtly controlling their victims. Instead, seducers should use hints and subtle suggestions to bring about the desired behavior. <laughs> And how to win friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie made it one of his core principles to avoid giving orders. Instead, he recommends asking questions, which help provide others with an illusion of agency. In the parlance of seduction, which Carnegie did not use, the victim, Colt, you're just, you love it. The victim would feel more vested in the given action if it was proposed as a question instead of a demand. One of Carnegie's points was that human nature isn't really conducive to taking orders. An order might not work in the context where the person has received a lot of training, like in the military, but civilians tend to offer up a little more resistance. Consider a colleague who asked their counterpart in the other department if it would be possible to complete a task by the end of the week as opposed to demanding it be finished by Friday. It's a Socratic method. I use that all the time. It's, yeah, it's, it's the time. literally the Socratic method. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So, you know, again... Ask. I, I do this all the time. I always call it's whenever I need something from like our county department. I'm always like, I know you guys are super busy. Would it be okay? And it's, can it I might get, be something yeah. I need now. I'm like, I know you're super busy. You're super backed up. 
when you at your first available chance, would it be okay if I got this? And then it just shows up. When I, if I called them and said, I need this today, I'd have to hear about all the 50 things why they can't get it, and then, what which is understandable. Yeah. They're busy, yeah. but, but it would probably take one or two days to get that. And sometimes you got to be direct with people. Sometimes you got to <laughs> be. There's, there's times I call somebody and say, hey, when you get a chance, and then two days later, I'm like, yeah, man, I needed that. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, the the... the the thing about earliest convenience, that's, that's, did I ever tell you about that? Have I ever aired no. my grievance about that? If I call you and your answering machine has, hi, this is, uh, this is Bob. Um, please leave a message. I'll get back to you at my earliest convenience. I find that to be literally the biggest turnoff ever in a voicemail. Back to my earliest convenience. At my earliest convenience. Do I say that? I want, I don't know. I know. Now it. I'm going to start calling Who, my voice. Whoever, whoever does I don't know. Let's, that, let's change say. it immediately. Cause what you're saying is, I'll get around to when I, I feel like to. it. How do I see yeah. my yeah, earliest see. convenience? I don't know if I have that or not. Like my earliest convenience is like, you're not a priority. I guarantee it. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly how it reads. I'm trying to see. I, I want to see. I want to see if I have this or not. I how do you? We're going, we're going, we're going for the default greeting. Let's see what I got. Hang on. No, that wasn't that's not, even no, you. That's, just, that's, that's, just that's not that's even just, John. Yeah, that's, that's just the stupid thing. That was bot. That's a bot. That was a wasn't bot. Even how do you get to your? How do you get to your? Yeah, I'll call you and just ignore my. Oh yeah, I'll just ignore your call. So, <laughs> like I've ever done that before. <laughs> so, so no, because so just do what you know I do. But, yeah. but like you said, laws of seduction. No, it's bigger. I finally hide it. I think I say that. I think I think I may have that. My earliest convenience. I think I may have that. Hang on. Here, put on speaker. What do you got? Hey, it's John. I'm not available to take your call right now. However, if you leave your name and number, I will return your call as quickly as possible. Thanks. Return your call as soon as possible. That's that's the right answer. Okay, that's the right answer. Okay, as so soon bad. as possible. As soon as guess possible. Guess what? You're clearly a priority. I'll get to it as yeah. soon as I can. As soon as possible. Not my earliest not convenience. Not my soon as earliest okay. convenience. Like, ah, it's inconvenient until. See, I'm feeling good. What is, like your, what is your say, Colt? Just, it's Colt, <laughs> go fuck yourself. That's it. Don't leave a message. I'm <laughs> not calling you back. I had a client legit said, do not leave a message. And he would freak out if he left the voicemail but some people say this which i don't mind they say i uh, it's it, it i'll take a long time sometimes to respond to voicemails so if you send a text it'll be responded it's faster. faster yeah text should get respond faster totally fine, fine give me that. instructions on how to get through do to you, you leave a voicemail um i will i will because a lot of times i deal with ingesters a lot of yeah, you're, I deal you're dealing, yeah. Stuff, in you know. business sure yeah. but it just if you, you, you if I call you, I'm not leaving a message. No, I'll you see, text. I called. You saw oh, the yeah. mess. I see you, you saw me call. Yeah, you saw the mess. That's if it. it's important, if you needed something, then maybe you would. Well, if you're interested, if you like the topic we talked about today, you can pick up the book "The Laws of Seduction" by Robert Greene. Colt highly recommends. I think that the they're all great. <laughs> I mean, there was I, yeah, nothing really bad about you know, that one. Forty-eight laws of power. Forty-eight laws of power was, was a whole other animal. Way better. Whole other animal. <laughs> Borderline. You should have but probably now, not no. used victims. Victim. Yeah, victim. Is a, that's the word. The word that gets him. I think that's that is definitely the word that that causes a, a problem. Creepy. He could be more persuasive in yeah. his book if he said recipient or yeah, something. I, <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. I can't wait for Cole to read the news. I I, I can't either. Bated breath. What I think it's news today? time with Colt. What do we have today? Here we go, Colt. Let's start off with Los Angeles Animal Control grants unicorn license to a young girl. <laughs> Officials told the girl the unicorn must be given regular access to sunlight, moonbeams, and rainbows, and watermelon at least once a week. Okay, this is what's wrong with America. <laughs> That's taxpayers' money going <laughs> out. Spent. 
being spent on that. On research to know like that it needs moonbeams or telling her that? Do you have an issue with that? I do have an issue. <laughs> I, I, I get one. The police do stuff to make their image come better, yeah. but like animal control, you really have a problem with them that they got to go do unicorns. And in Los Angeles, I, I, mean, I, I feel like there's probably enough stray animals. In Los well, it's Angeles probably a way busy. to get animal control on people's minds so that people go to shelters and stop buying these absolute sins against nature. Which is done now. This is done now. Tongue picking out yeah. no, it's done monsters. Now. It's done now. You, you know, they, they, they banned uh, pet sales in Clark County. Good. From pet stores yeah, sure. are done. Horrific. Done. That is a horrific yeah. institution. Isn't it funny? Yeah. They all come from the wolf breed. Well, that's I how mean, long it's, it's gone. Just gone. Is, is that yeah. not the wildest? Hey, so Mike, Ricky Gervais says the best thing about unicorns. Why do we have to believe in unicorns? We have what? octopuses. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. amazing, right? Like, th oh, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, I think. Why that's, are we thinking about a yeah, a horse thing? with a horn on its head? Yeah. The girl freaking wrote to the L.A. County, and they responded, and all this time, have issues with them. But it's it's so funny. Don't you think some of these things are to all keep right. you distracted? But it's not, Okay, but here's another problem. At some point, somebody there told this girl that she has to polish his horn once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. that, just, yeah. that it says right that here, unicorn's horn like must be maintained again. This requires polishing at least once a month. Polish the I horn. I don't think they should have said that. Man, the no. boy the Boy Scouts got to stop using the, the same yeah. PR person. No, it's not good. <laughs> and any sparkles or glitter used on the unicorn must be non-toxic and biodegradable. I mean, that's total LA for you. Yeah. This is just, can't even just, get I can't, can't even, even get man's glitter it's anymore. Just, you got to get PR. biodegradable. This is what's wrong with America. <laughs> I think that's what's a bad PR. Okay with America. It's better than Saudi Arabia where they maybe chop your hand off for writing that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Which way would you want to go? Wow, we're going real Deep, huh? Hey, How do you feel? Do you think that? Uh, do you think these people over there for the World Cup are these really people? dying? <laughs> these people? No, there's been what do you two mean? What do you these, mean, these people, people journalists. <laughs> these yeah. journalists. I don't know. Uh, do you, you think know, they're really naturally dying, or are they getting look, killed? Over look, there? Qatar. You know what they did two days before the World Cup? They no pulled beer. all the the beer. Yeah. Did you have a problem all, with you that? Drink it all? I don't have they're, a problem. Not a stadium, with that. not whatever. They literally pulled it because they're like, yeah, 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 Budweiser had a whole thing. Yeah, in designated areas. Designated areas. But then then two days before, they, they told said, FIFA. Nah, and now FIFA's like, so Budweiser's like, hey, FIFA, what are you going to do about this? Nothing. So Nothing. do you think, again, that it's going to be held in a, in a, a Middle Eastern no, no. Islamic? Now, we're, we're talking about FIFA here. This is one of the most corrupt organizations hey, on earth. Yeah, but when you, when How you, you get a world bite the hand that feeds you like Budweiser. Dude, but here's the thing. You don't think that a Saudi prince can hand under the table whoever's running FIFA and making those decisions so much money that they will put it wherever they wanted? But again, it, it's just such a bad look when oh, you have I agree. A, a world game like that and you let your religious convictions actually dictate what goes on. But that, what shocks me about that have is you not FIFA, been to the Middle East? Do you not know anything about the Middle East? I've been to the Middle East multiple times. Now, oh, okay. FIFA is worldly. I could see some... Americans being naive, like, oh, let's go over here and do that. I'm mm -hmm. shocked FIFA had that yeah. issue. On to the next. Though. On to the next story. Yeah. One. Here we go. <clears throat> German police on the hunt for 60 containers of, what would you guess, Chris? 60 containers of something. German police? Mm-hmm. Sauerkraut. No. Close. <laughs> Probably tastes the same. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> containers of stolen Bull sperm. <laughs> Probably tastes the same. <laughs> Previous cargo needs to be super cold with liquid nitrogen <laughs> at negative 
20 degrees Fahrenheit so it doesn't spoil. So like, can, so <laughs> kill off the T-1000. So where'd it happen? Why, so why would to, you? What happened to the bull sperm? It was stolen from a farm. Why? First off. It's big money in bull sperm. Yeah. What, what would you use it for? They're seeking tips from the freaking thing. What are they using? Why that, did it doesn't really just say. Jump into my head. But why it doesn't why say much about why it. Why wouldn't you assume it was for breeding? This was. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's there's a nefarious Some purpose eyes wide for this shut party where there's just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> because it sounds like a lot of to contain it and keep it that cold. You think you just I let assume a it's bull go out there? I would assume too, but it doesn't say it doesn't really say anything about it. This was purely just going off of the headline, and they got me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm just really shocked. If somebody that, stole uh, a bunch of cleaning supplies. I assume they were cleaning something. Chris, I'm yeah, I'm going to uh, research this. Uh, yeah. There's probably some better There's use. Be There's got to be some better use There's for bull sperm. It's probably story. steroid. Or something, I don't know. It could be, yeah. could be tea or like know, North or North North, North Koreans make soup out of it because it gives sure, you vitality it gives or some them, yeah, crazy whatever. Shit. Yeah, we do some stupid things as humans, so whatever. Yeah. Who, knows? Who knows? Wonder how much. Uh, I mean, God, you just think a gallon of bulls going bulls for him going for in Germany right now. I'll you figure know, that out for next. Ever one. since Biden took over, it's up to thirty <laughs> bucks a gallon. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. <laughs> Biden. Bull sperms through bulls the roof firm. now. God, I needed it last Thursday night. Couldn't get any. Nah. And oh. the last one. This one's my favorite. Okay. Menacing wild turkeys <laughs> led by Kevin are taking <laughs> a New England city for themselves. They don't let you out of your house, one resident said. <laughs> so the best is, okay, a flock of feathered hooligans <laughs> intimidating residents of Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And their leader is one especially tough turkey, Kevin. <laughs> So there's five of them. They are just going around this. The man who gave Kevin his name characterized him as a bad egg among uh, <laughs> other all-female turkey crew. Crew. So, so the he, police yeah. has the police has uh, a thing that they go in their thing. It says. Not Kevin, but a bird who fits the general Kevin's description. <laughs> so here's usually the when there's five people running around terrorizing people in Massachusetts, it's usually it's on Kevin. wild turkey. It's not on wild turkey. That's one for you, Connell. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's nice. But here's my question. All right. You got a gaggle, because it's a gaggle, right? We'll call it flock, yeah, sure. flock of menacing turkeys. And you got one that's the baddest turkey of them all. You call him Kevin. Do you go for Kevin? Yeah. Is that the name you go for? Have you ever not seen that? What's that show? Uh, um, There's something wrong with oh. Kevin. Oh, no. I thought it was up. There's like a book or something called There's Something uh, Wrong with Kevin. There's a movie. About, no, yeah, something movie. wrong the, with the, the guy that was in it is now a lunatic. What about Bob? The guy that started in it was, is now insane. I'm saying something with Kevin. Kevin's creepy. <sighs> Kevin, that's it. Kevin Spacey. Kevin's a little creepy. Kevin creepy. Spacey. Creepy. That's Kevin's creepy. Spacey, I see yeah. where this is going. But see, I yeah. think Kevin's creepy. I don't Kevin's think creepy. this this so is a turkey. turkey. No, this turkey's not creepy. He's, he's just trying ass. to take a he's taking it back. He's badass. What would you name a menacing turkey Cole? Top Gator. five names. Gator. 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 He's a pimp for sure. Gator. 
That's a, I'm not even going to go with my other pimp. Like nails or something. I spike. Love <laughs> I love it. I love it. Gator. Uh, well, Colt, Kevin. thank you. Thank me. I, I got to play an outro for you because we're going to do this properly. If we're going to have this every week, I'm going to get this on the board for next week. I'll get it on the board for next week. But yeah, thank you for reading the note. All the news is fit to print with Colt Amadad. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulgarian Muggles right here in studio. I'll find out. We'll, we'll see you next week, America. Bolster, uh, sperm's <laughs> used for, yes, guys. Fi- find that out what it, what it's, what it's sure. been for. <laughs> They're going to be shocked when it's yep. not that. And that's it. And guys, thanks for joining us today, uh, if you're still here after that. Uh, if you're watching us on the old YouTube, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. You will see us on any podcast system out there. Give us a max review. It does help. And thanks for joining us. I could never kill somebody. <laughs> because my Google, they looked we'll at my that. Google we'll save search. it, save it. Just let it, let it fester inside for next week's show. That'll be evidence, guys. Right. If you're gonna move, you might as well Three. move forward. Connell Law, LV. Connell Law, help me find you, Colt. Experiments. Three, Colt underscore Amadin. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com. Well, we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.